This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome to the Rise of the Young Podcast. Today, we got the homie, Kate Spizer. Me and Kate, it's funny, oh. we, met on a, we met on a balcony out in Hollywood, man. But, yo, for everyone listening, Cade, number one thing, just a little quick introduction so you can get the people to know what you're about. Yeah, man, so uh, long story short, uh, long story will be long, but the synopsis right now is currently um, living in Calabasas in California. I'm creating content with a group of guys who go by Team 10. I have like 1.7 million followers on Instagram and like 1.2 million subscribers on YouTube. So just creating vlog content five days a week. Kind of found myself in this realm. Started out by being a videographer and then, you know, worked with some guys who were huge in the space and then kind of discovered that I had the talent to do the same. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, moving forward, um, when it comes to, I know that we met on Hollywood, but just for the people listening, number one, where are you from and how did your journey start when it comes to like becoming a videographer in a sense? Yeah, so I'm from Michigan originally, a small town like 45 minutes west of Detroit called Jackson. Kind of how my journey started actually um, was multi-level marketing. Uh, as crazy as that sounds, sales really is what kicked off my success and was kind of what changed my mindset and my philosophy on life. My God, I linked up with a bunch of amazing guys. I really started to personally develop myself and just read an incredible amount of books. Just really, really became engulfed in these success philosophies. Really, and then I kind of put myself on a mindset of success, which kind of led me to get to Los Angeles, uh, which when I got to Los Angeles, I didn't necessarily know what I was going to do, but I had that like very, very strong mindset for success. All I really wanted to do was like, become very successful, obviously financially and just in life yeah. in general. And I kind of found that passion through videography. So that's kind of the path that led me down. But I think I kind of attribute everything that I have now and like what I'm doing to the success principles that I studied when I joined a multi-level marketing company back when I was like 18 years old. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. So regarding, um, I know that you're involved with Team 10, man. You've been killing it for years. I've been following you, following your journey. So regarding like the involvement in a group of guys that's now grown to hundreds of millions of followers combined, but like what was like the, the turning point and like how did you get involved with such a astounding group of people, man? Well, it's kind of crazy. I was kind of part a part of the build of that group of people. I came in at a very very early stage of Team Ten, you know, as just a videographer, as help. So I kind of came on right as Team Ten became a real company. Um, we got financial backing. We were able to start making investor money. Was you know my employment. Yeah. So I kind of got to see see it go from. I mean, it's still a startup essentially, but I kind of got to see it build and the team grow from what was like three or four people who all were very big influencers as well but you know to now all of the people that we have on board and not only all the new people but all of the new growth through like through like new platforms since it was literally out of a garage i mean it yeah, sounds yeah. kind of funny like apple or whatever but yeah. i mean literally like i was editing videos in a garage man so I've kind of been a part of all of Team 10 since before it was very legitimized and now it's at a, you know, now it's at a very serious state, you know, a bunch of employees, a bunch of talent members, yeah. um, and 
just, you know, now making real business moves, which is amazing sure. to be a part of. For sure, man. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been following her from the start, man. And then when we linked up, I was like, damn, that's, su- that's super dope. So, I mean, dude, I really appreciate you coming on. But regarding the next question, man, I know that when we first met, you were like, yeah, bro, I filmed like 70 of the first videos, daily vlogs for Jake. Like you were the dude that like made it happen in a sense. So for all like the videographers listening or content creators, like what was that journey from like day one to like you said like day 70 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So when Jake decided he wanted to vlog, he hadn't really done YouTube previous. He like hit me up and was like, yo, like it just makes sense if you're like the editor and the filmer. Like I knew going into it that it was an incredible amount of work uh, to like capture someone's life every single day. And then, and then anyone who's ever edited a video knows that that's just an incredible time kill as well. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you have to put a lot of time into it, no matter how you cut the cake. I mean, that was nuts, man. I think the one thing that made that successful was just like putting my head down and working. Like it's really easy to get distracted in a place like Los Angeles. There's obviously, you know, the women, the weather, the, you know, just everything, the list goes on. But that's one thing, like those are things I didn't partake in. I wasn't going out. I wasn't spending time you know, being external. I was very internal. I kept my head down and I just worked. And I had a very strong depth of vision as to like where it could go if I continued to work hard. You know, even though I was completely behind the scenes, no one knew my name. No one knew how the videos were getting edited. They thought, you know, they thought Jake was editing the videos. I didn't care about any of that. (laughs) I just knew that, you know, if I continued to keep hustling at like one thing, just put my head down and like say no to all the club nights and say no to all of the external stuff, that it would pay off. And that's that's literally exactly what happened. Like those those days I put in there are still paying me now. And like, it's crazy to look back and see like, how much I enslaved myself to the job, which is not a bad thing. You know, I chose to, it wasn't by force. It was by choice. I chose to become, you know, obsessive over my job. And like I said, that, that has paid off. So, I mean, yeah, man, just keep hustling, just keep creating and keep putting out content um, and just like keep your head down. Honestly, there's a lot of distractions, no matter if you're in Los Angeles, no matter where you are, there's a lot of distractions. It doesn't matter where you live. So um, the temptations will always be there. For sure, sure so man. Just keep hustling, man. Definitely, that's that's so dope, bro. But uh, I know that how you said, um, like when you first started creating the videos, like no one kind of knew your name. They thought Jake was editing them in a sense. But now to this day, you have like 1.7 million on Instagram, like a million subscribers on YouTube. What was like the changing point from like behind the scenes to now like creating your own brand and creating your own documentation of your life? Yeah, it was kind of gradual. I mean, it did happen fast, but it was gradual at the same time. It really just was starting to become an integral part of the content, you know, deciding to include myself in the content. I think that just goes back to providing value, period. But I was adding a value, you know, whether it be comedic or physical value to the content. So it's just really natural for me to be a part of it. Through that spawned like me building my own brand within someone else's content, which is kind of crazy. But I took on a whole persona and was able to build like my own I guess you would say brand within Jake's brand. The people who would go there and watch him every day knew that they could also also see me and like me doing my thing. And like I had fans that were watching Jake's videos for me, you know? So like I was able to kind of become a personality within a show. As slow as it happened to happen really fast. I mean like yeah, yeah. those points where I was gaining like 25,000 followers a day on Instagram, like, just like, like crazy growth. Dope, right? Yeah, that's that's freaking dope. Because when it comes to like 
um, keeping yourself motivated for all the content creators listening that like maybe just starting out or wanting to build their brand? What would be like two tips to give someone that may not have a big team that they're working with that it would help them along their journey just to like keep in their mind? Um, yeah, with content creation, definitely in specific is like you're looking for results. You're looking for the wrong thing. Like, don't worry about the numbers initially. Like, just worry about sheer volume. Like, we live in a content society, and the rate at which content is being consumed is 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 multiplying exponentially every single day. So, there's only a demand for more content in the space. So, never feel like it's already been done. Never feel like you're posting too much. You really, with the goal with this stuff is to oversaturate the market. I mean, literally just blast people with your content. There, people will like what you're doing. Like there will be people who are going to be receptive to what type of content you're putting out, no matter what. Sure. But if you never put out, if you put out one piece of content a week, right, that's going to take um, you know, how many times are they going to see that until they like actually recognize you versus if you're putting out a piece of content a day or, or whatever, you know, so I think with content creation, uh, don't be focused on the numbers at first. Like my situation was very rare and like it's like just because of the people I was around. But you know, if you're just starting your own content, don't worry about how many views you're getting. Just worry about how much content you're putting into the marketplace because you will build an audience and all the stuff you're putting out will get viewed once your audience is built later down the line, no matter what. Yeah. So I think it's really easy to get discouraged because it's watching the numbers. And when yeah. you see numbers that are, aren't going up or even going down, it's really easy to, you know, just want to throw in the towel, which is why social media is a very vicious world. But I think you just, if you just pursue it and you stay, stay diligent to content creation amidst, you know, whatever your struggles are, if you aren't putting yourself out there, no one is going to find you because someone else is posting more content than you are. For sure. No, that's, uh, so that's golden. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, so yeah, one of my, when it comes to uh, the next question, when it comes to like how you've been involved with Team 10, like I'm sure everyone listening knows what it is, how massive it's gotten to, but what's like the biggest takeaway that you've kind of learned from starting, like you said, in a garage, there was just an idea to now like having this massive movement that you guys have created. Like what, what's like the biggest takeaway you've gotten from it? I mean, one thing that's been a theme of Team 10 and I think always will be and like we have it written on like, you know, like posters within our office and stuff is just like, it's like a lot of people are telling us like what we're doing isn't going to work and it's like we're a bunch of kids and like you shouldn't and like blah, blah, blah. And like the list of reasons why it should go bad is longer than the list of reasons of why it should go right. But we've never subscribed to that like motto. Like we've never really taken the time to even give thought to think about, you know, why would it go wrong? And we've just kind of done things and then figured it out after. So like the mentality has always been just do it. Like if we want to execute, like we're going to find a way to execute it. It might not be the best. It might not be the most, admired, but we're going to do it. And then afterwards someone can say you did it wrong or like you could have done it a better way or whatever. Uh, but I think like just being really hard headed in the fact that like, we're going to drag this thing to success no matter like what it takes, like no matter how far we have to pull it, like it's going to come with us and be successful has always been the mentality and like not looking for validation from other sources. And like, yeah, there's been mentors along the way who have helped and gave amazing advice and so on and so forth. But with that, there's been a lot of people who said stuff that we do isn't a good idea or isn't going to work. And, and, it, and it does fall a little bit to ignorance is bliss. I think that, there was a little bit of ignorance in some of the stuff that we did of just not knowing, but those are some of the most like 
successful plays we've made as a business. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are searching for answers before they do things. I think it should really be the inverse. I think you should do things and then search for answers afterwards because that's really how you're going to find out the, like, the real truth or the real way or the real key to kind of do it. For sure. Yeah, that's, that's super dope, bro. So when it comes to, kind of, kind of wrapping this up, I got a couple more questions. When it comes to just the entire content creation space, and I know that you said at the beginning you started in like the MLM world and kind of the success books. Do you have two books or a book that you'd recommend to someone listening? Yeah, man. So uh, the condensed version of the first book I'll recommend is probably have heard it and everyone knows what this is it's going to be cliche but think and grow rich and then if you really want to read is law of success that's a book i studied religiously it was my bible it's not about money it's more or less about the principles that are involved in the thought processes that are required to attain money if that makes for sense sure. yeah, yeah for sure um, I'm sure everyone watching this has already either started or heard about this book. So sure. um, this probably isn't new news to anyone necessarily. But Thinker Girl Rich was massive for me. And then How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, I believe, is also a big one just because you can know it all. But if you can't talk to people and if you can't convey your ideas, then no one will care. So it's really important to have the knowledge and have the skill set. But more importantly is being able to convey that to a group of people and then also convince them to be on your side. You know, like sure. everything is a convincing game and everything, everything is a conversation really is just a debate. You know, I mean, you're really always just trying to get your point across. So yeah, sure. that that's a really good book. Dope, yeah, yeah dude, even for me, though, for real, like the whole uh, Dale Carnegie, the How to Win Friends and Influence People, that's like been my top book because I have a lot of like young entrepreneurs that kind of follow me. They're always asking for books. But guys, listening, you heard it from Cade, bro. Go check out that book if you haven't already. One of, one of like my last questions, when it comes to just like you waking up every day, staying motivated, what's like that one thing that just keeps you on your A game all the time? For me, and this, this is kind of a tough answer because I know some of you out there are going to go, oh, I don't have this. But it's just like, people doing it around me at okay. I think just all of them are doing it at a higher scale than I am so that's very motivating but I think just people doing what I'm doing in general so if, if that's you and you don't have that that group of people um, that's something that you guys should really be actively like trying to seek is a group of people who are doing something even close to what you are you know whether that's internet friends or real life friends you know if you're in a small town or whatever and people aren't trying to do what you do find those people on the internet or just find people who wave as you at all because that's gonna is, is what's gonna drag you through like the toughest times like that for sure is going to be the thing that gets you through like your quitting moment. Like you're going to hit the, like, I want to quit right now and you will let yourself quit, but your friends won't, you know? So I think just huge for me and huge for everyone is just have some type of support system or have some type of group of people who are doing like what you're doing that way. When it gets tough, when you have a bad time, chances are your friend isn't having a bad time. So find a support system, find other people who are doing something in your field, no matter what your field is, find at least one person, even just one. I'm blessed enough to live with like eight guys who do what <laughs> I do every single day. So it's like yeah, for pretty sure. easy to find motivation, but uh, definitely the biggest thing that keeps me going is just seeing 
other people doing it and then um, like seeing other people also be successful at it. It's like find one of your friends who's doing it and then find someone that you look up to. So like look at someone who you can do it with and then look at another person who is doing it to like the highest extent, whatever that is. Um, And again, I'm like blessed enough to live with like one of the people who's the biggest in the entire (laughs) space. So I get to kind of have, have both, but yeah, that's like definitely, you know, watching my friends crush it is what me want to continue to crush it for sure. For sure, man. I a hundred percent agree. Just like the, law of association everything like that so yeah i mean last thing number one for people listening if they aren't following you subscribe to you where's, where's the best place to follow your journey from here man most content i'll be putting out is on my youtube channel which is just my first and last name Cade k-a-d-e and then spizer s-p-e-i-s-e-r if you type that then you'll see me and then instagram as well that's a little bit more curated enough but i'll post yeah. five days a week every week on on youtube so that'll be the most up to date that you can keep with me sure. um, i tweet sometimes <laughs> but all my socials are just my first and last name so you guys oh. can find me and try to keep up my crazy journey I I can't even keep up with my own crazy journey sometimes. So for sure, for uh, sure, that's nuts, man. For sure, bro. But dude, I dude, I really appreciate you coming on. For everyone listening, make sure you actually apply some of the things he said as a content creator, videographer, or even the two books. And then, yo, for sure, appreciate you coming on. And then for everyone listening, make sure you subscribe to the Rise of the Young podcast. We got seven episodes a week coming out, so make sure you stay tuned. Oh. That being said, I will see you guys in the next episode.